Next on BYU Sports Nation, this is no joke, people. Matthew Mario Carlino, no longer a member of the BYU Cougars basketball program. His objective? Senior year transfer. The nitty-gritty details of a polarizing development. What Dave Rose told BYU Sports Nation the day before the Carlino transfer was announced. Plus, former BYU basketball star Jonathan Tavernari joins us live. And the number two BYU volleyball team, Hawaii bound, but it's strictly business. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, here is Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Wednesday, April 2nd, what is up? I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Y Awards fashion consultant, Jerem Jordan. Yes, darling, what Wherever, do you want to know? <laughs> and however you're dialed in. Is that what the Incredibles lady sounds like? Great to have you with us. Something like that. <laughs> Many of you have already done this due to the Matt Carlino transfer tornado, but we invite the rest of you to get off the sidelines and join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and sound off on today's very juicy Twitter topic. What was your immediate response when you first heard the news of Matt Carlino transferring away from BYU? I read an email and literally did this. Ha! <laughs> And I believe Surprised. you. I believe Surprised. you. Not cr- not crazy. I guess there was a there was a hint of this, and we'll we'll get to this in a moment from our conversation with Dave Rose, um, where we asked him about it, the possibility. But I'm surprised, and this is a big loss for BYU. My initial reaction was, "Oh man, this is a legit April Fool's joke." Like, wow, you they, thought it they, was they an have April ta- they have taken it next level. Well played BYU basketball. Then I saw there was all, no way they were going to do the that. On April Fools. Response to I first learned about it through an email from our senior coordinating producer. So I didn't I didn't get the email from Kyle Chilton first. I was like the oh, men's basketball okay. sports information. Rick. Okay, but then I did some more research and was made aware of the official release from BYU Athletics. Yeah, legit. And I just thought, oh man, I, I can't believe this is actually happening. Some people thought it was an April Fool's joke. Yeah. BYU would not do that on April Fool's. Not officially. I, I did check just to make sure. Texted Kyle Chilton and said, hey, is this for real? And he's, yeah, it's, it's for real. My emotions were widespread. And, uh, I mean, I like Matt. I wish him the best. It's unfortunate, in my opinion, that he won't finish his career here. It takes a toll on the program. They are not better off. Evidence of that on the way. Listen to BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. As a reminder, you can watch the simulcast live on BYU TV or on BYUtv.org. Let's get right to it. Rise and shout, BYU Sports Nation. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic 1. Maddie Basketball, moving on. Tyler Haas off the screen. No good. Offensive rebound. Kyle Collins Matt Carlino for his You know, I'm a little, I'm a little sad that I will not be calling Matt Carlino's name at any point during a play-by-play broadcast. You next called year. the last home game for Matt Carlino. He'll wear a different uniform next year. Here's the wild part from our perspective, and you did a bit of foreshadowing here, Jerem. We interviewed Dave Rose two on one, a sit-down interview in his office in the Marriott Center, and on you, Monday. you asked this very Carlino transfer possibility question. And I'll be, it was a little uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable asking it because there was no real indication that this was even a medium possibility. I thought there was a hint at it. I saw at Post Jimmer on Twitter, Matt Carlino's biggest, uh, I guess, fan or apologist who uh, often tweets about him and is 
fair to Carlino, but loves him, say there's a possibility that might happen. That did not cross my mind. So I brought it up with Dave Rose, and here's what Dave Rose had to say about it. It's never been discussed with, with us at all. So, you know, I, it, we'll just have to you know, wait and see if that's even an option. And if, if it is an option, then see if it's actually brought up. And wow. it was brought up the next day. So when we talked to Dave Rose, it had not been brought up. This, I Matt believe Carlino him. had not talked I, to I Dave Rose about Coach it. Rose. Then Tuesday, yesterday morning at some point, or early afternoon, Matt Carlino had his postseason interview with Dave Rose, and that's where that discussion happened. And then it was announced in the late afternoon, four-ish mountain. So we are led to believe that the coaching staff, at least to a degree, was blindsided yeah, by I be- this. Yeah, I believe Dave Rose. And you, yes. heard, you could hear it in his voice. And man, I felt uncomfortable yeah, asking he, that he question. Yeah, he partially annoyed that I you think, even asked it. I may have wiped a bead of sweat off my forehead because <laughs> it was like just weird bringing up someone that might... Tra- but because Matt Carlino is graduating, you may remember this with Greg Paulus from Duke. Played basketball there and then found a... Uh, he graduated and then played football at Syracuse the next year. Russell Wilson went from North Carolina State to Wisconsin. Yeah, how well did that work out? Jordan Leslie is a uh, wide receiver at UTEP that's transferring to BYU to play receiver for his senior season. BYU is benefiting from this very rule. Yes, they are. In the same year. So the, the irony of this is, is very... And, is, is, Anson, well, it's ironic. <laughs> Anson Winder and Josh Sharp are in this same category, by the way. That if they wanted to, they could say, oh, I'm graduating and transferring. I don't see it happening with those two. But Carlino, obviously, not happy about coming off the bench. Yeah, why did Matt Carlino leave? And this, is, this opens the discussion up to everyone with uh, any sort of opinion on this. But, but tell us, why, why do you think Matt Carlino left BYU, and starting is clearly a priority for him. He was getting starter minutes, and I thought, to his credit, he did a fantastic job of embracing his role. He was put in a situation that, let's face it, he didn't want to be in. He could have complained he and whined and tore up that locker room. But he wanted we, to start. But we saw otherwise. We saw a guy that was, was doing his best in that situation. He wanted to start, of course, but Kyle Collinsworth... Uh, emerged as a point guard, the coaching staff made a move, and now Carlino would like to be a starting point guard elsewhere. He took on a leadership role coming off the bench as the sixth man. Matt Carlino won games for BYU single-handedly. They would not have accomplished what they did without him in the lineup this year to any degree. Yeah, BYU next year without Carlino is not as good as they could be, they're, in my opinion. They're not better and off. We'll address that later, but there are a lot of shots to go around on next year's team. And not having Carlino makes that a little easier to manage. But I still think that he is a good player. Yes. He is, he is really polarizing. And some people can't stand Matt Carlino's uh, turnovers and some shot selection. But I'm telling you, BYU is better off with Carlino than they are without. The thing that makes Matt Carlino great is his biggest downfall. And that is that sometimes he just doesn't know when to shut it down. And he, he, but he learned. I thought he progressed as the season went on, where he learned how to kind of hone that that ability and that that tenacity to go to the hoop. He was muzzled, but he wasn't. Obviously, yes. he wasn't happy with that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, to his credit, I thought he did a great job. I think Matt Carlino is a very capable, very talented basketball player. So much so that he is a a top headline for Andy Katz, who by all means is the leading college basketball analyst in our country. Here's what Andy Katz said today on ESPN.com. He used the phrase, big news uh, with this major loss, and then said, 
more than likely will be the hottest commodity on the open market in transfers this spring. He can fill a point guard opening for a number of teams. He could certainly change the fortune of a couple of teams. How would you? How would you feel? How would you? So nationally, that's when Andy Katz says he's maybe the biggest transfer on the open market. That's a big deal. He's a good player. There are a lot of programs that are going to be very interested in the possibility of Matt Carlino coming to their program. We're not even going to begin to speculate where he might go because the whole country is wide open at this point. Just don't go to Utah. If, State. if they have a graduate program or Utah, right? He wouldn't go to Utah. <laughs> oh, there's a gra- if there's a graduate program available, Matt Carlino is eligible to transfer to that school. So, again, going back to our Without initial penalty, point. Without penalty, doesn't have to sit out or anything. You can just play. He embraced his role. It can't be available at BYU. It has to be available somewhere else. He gained major points in my mind for what he did to lift his team in a situation that he did not want to be on. Yes. In fact, earlier this season when he was moved to the bench and uh, possibly playing the two guard, we asked him about that scenario, and this was his response. I don't know what Coach is thinking. Uh you know, we've talked a little bit, and he, he knows I'm uncomfortable. So I think uh, there, I think he'll move me back to the one. Well, I'm a point guard. I mean, that, that's what I am. Okay. He got back to the one, but he was not the starter. He was coming off the bench. Still playing starter-type minutes, 24 to 29 minutes a game on average, and doing a really good job with it. But he did not freak out and... Go postal in the locker room. He was a team player. He was always about the team. He was always about wanting to help the team get better. And there he, comes he, a point where you need to be able to be unfiltered to the degree, to a degree. Yeah. And it appears that he does not feel like that's happening or will happen. And here's the funny thing: Kyle Collinsworth, in all likelihood, will not be ready at the beginning of the season. So now BYU's left with who is the point guard, which. To me, you throw in Anson Winder first. We'll just yeah, and we'll discuss that yeah. at length as the Chase week progresses is, on. Uh, Chase Fisher's name being tossed out there. He's a shooting guard. He is not going to play the point. Jordan Chapman's a combo guard. He might. Skyler Halford could do it. Those has are, had some point those guard are experience. The three guys. Let's go back to Matt Carlino's career for a second. He's had the tendency to transfer. In high school, he went to a, what was it, Bloomington in Indiana. Uh, and uh, a school in Arizona. Yes. He went to two different high schools. He committed to Indiana at a high school, then changed that, went to UCLA. I don't have a problem with that, but already we're at two. Um, then he transfers from UCLA to BYU, and I did a story on him for True Blue the year that he was redshirting, Jimmer's senior year. No one was talking about him. No one had really talked to him. He told me that it was really important for him that he play all four years in the same jersey. Obviously something big enough it had to happen in his mind, to want to transfer because that yeah. was a core goal of his in coming to BYU. He was on the UCLA bench in a game against Kansas where Kansas was working UCLA. UCLA couldn't hit a three-point shot, and he wanted to go in. But he thought, I don't want to go in because I want a red shirt, and I want, I want to play all four years in the same jersey. Okay, that's so that, not that's, going to happen. That's a legitimate thing that he told you then? Yes. He told me that in this studio. Wow. So he wanted to play in a BYU jersey. So in the, the same, same jersey program. all four years. But something happened this season that clearly has, has made him change Made his him mind. want to transfer. So what do we lose uh, when you look at the numbers with Matt Carlino? What if, do we lose? If he continued on his way uh, with BYU, he'd be one of the best ever. But that brings us to the stat of the day. Dun, 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 dun. It's the BYU Sports <laughs> Nation stat of the day. We're right on pitch, dude. Ba, 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 ba. Rumba! Three! 
Matt Carlino's top 10 in BYU history in three different stats. Seventh. What, say, okay, say that again. What? Yes. Matt Carlino's top 10 in BYU history in three stats. Seventh wow. in assists, sixth in steals, sixth in three-pointers made. After his junior season. Yes. Uh, two and a half seasons. He didn't play the first half yeah, of his. Yeah, and, and a partial freshman season. He would finish number one in assists, number two in steals, and 13th in points if he stayed and kept his averages going. Thus I, making him one of the greatest BYU basketball players ever if, if he were to continue through his senior season and do what he'd been doing. I'd consider him top 10 point guard in BYU <sighs> history. Oh, man. So tell me then, how is BYU better without Matt Carlino? They'll They're have not. To f- they'll have to find ways to be better. They'll, yeah, f- they'll it, figure it out. This is a challenge. He's a good basketball player. Up next, we'll get to more of your responses. What was your initial reaction to Matt Carlino transferring? And what, what do you think it does to BYU? We'll also be joined by Kevin Nixon, BYU basketball player extraordinaire, coming in to offer his opinion. This is BYU Sports Nation. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. We're doing it live from Studio B, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan at BYU Broadcasting. Follow our show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYURadio.org, the BYU Radio S, uh, iOS app, and simulcast on BYU TV. After about seven months, I think we have that memorized. Yeah, yep. You would yep. think that I would not stumble over that. What we Fail. won't have memorized and will come from a teleprompter, at least sort of, tonight, Why Awards. Spencer's a presenter. Woo! High five. High five. Uh, tonight, 9 Eastern, on BYU TV, live for the first time ever, hosted by the cast of Studio C in the Marriott Center, open to the public, no tickets required, just show up. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of uh, awards handed out, entertaining sketches and jokes. Uh, Utah will get made fun of. Texas will be made fun of. Uh <laughs> Tell me yeah. you don't want to watch now. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Bronco Mendenhall is in a sketch with Studio C. Yeah, We, we learned that it. yesterday. He is going to rate the candy. No, he's not going to do that. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun tonight, 9 Eastern. What was your immediate response when you first heard the news of Matt Carlino transferring away from BYU? That is our Twitter question. Ah! Continue to offer your responses. Yeah, nice April Fool's joke. Ha-ha! Seriously, there was a sort of this wave of, is this a joke? Yeah. <laughs> because it's on April Fool's. Oh, my goodness. Kevin Nixon is our first in-studio guest today. Kevin, what was your reaction when you first heard the news about Maddie Basketball transferring away from BYU? I was driving down from Salt Lake, and uh, my wife actually called me and said, are you sitting down? I said, well, I'm driving, so yeah, I am sitting down. But, did, did you uh, think worse? Well, a, a, a little from bit. Somebody a little point? bit, yeah. I, the first thing I thought was something wrong with our my family yeah <laughs> second thing was you know she said uh you're never going to believe who who's transferring I said matt carlino i said you've got to be kidding me i said uh and then first thing comes to mind is april fool's day and and she said no greg rubel tweeted it out yeah and i said uh well greg's a funny guy but he's not that funny so uh <laughs> i thought uh this is really happening yeah and uh and so it was my first thought was i, I was just disappointed because i know what a great player he is and what he's meant to the basketball program the last three years. And so uh, I was disappointed because I had pictures of what next season would look like and, and Matt was in the middle of it. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Um, and so disappointed was, was the first, my first thought really. At no point did I envision that this would happen. I brought it up with Dave Rose just out of the, just out of the blue, just in case, just throwing it out there, see if anything came back and they hadn't had that discussion. Then the next day, 
He comes on. So, so we have you in because of your expertise with BYU, but you also transferred from Northwestern to UVSC to BYU. What's the transfer? I, and I know yours wasn't the same situation, the graduate degree, that kind of thing. But why, uh, what goes into the process of wanting to transfer? Well, for me, I, I was at Northwestern, and, and I just did not enjoy my experience at all. Um, you had enough of Rex Walters. Well, yeah. <laughs> we left kidding. at the same time, so yeah. if he, I guess if he would have stayed, uh, you know. But uh, I love Rex. Yeah, so do I. Awesome guy. Um, but I, my situation, I just the school experience wasn't awesome for me. The basketball experience wasn't awesome for me. Uh, got a chance to play in the Big Ten against great teams, but we were just getting throttled yeah. um, at Northwestern at the time, and I just thought. You know, uh, if I'm going to leave, this is my chance to leave. And and I was looking for uh, a place that I wanted that that I felt like I would fit in, that I wanted to be in. And there was nothing at Northwestern that that I loved. And so, uh, looking elsewhere, I obviously I fell in love with with BYU and uh, took a visit out here. And and uh, the rest is kind of history. So I was really looking for uh, just a, a better experience. Um, you know, so I think with with Maddie, I think. It's it's perplexing because I know he's happy here as far as his teammates, um, the environment. I think he'd be the first to tell you that. Uh, so when it comes down to it, I think you know the fact that he was kind of um, you know relegated to a, a in his mind a lesser role, even though he's getting starter minutes. Um, I think he, you know, if you know him, him and his personality, he's he's a competitive guy. Yeah, absolutely, he's mm-hmm. a confident guy. He knows that he can go somewhere and be the guy. And so that, in, in my mind, that's got to be what he's thinking. Um, I don't know for sure, but if, if I'm in his shoes, um, you know, he's a great player. He's going he's gonna to demand a lot of attention. He's, you, you, you might be shocked at where he goes. Um, he's definitely going to have opportunities to go to, to some big-time programs. There's no doubt. He, his, his, his play, his experience will allow him to do that in – where he goes, I don't know, but uh, I think he's going to be great wherever he goes. Kevin Nixon, former BYU basketball star and a transfer himself, joining BYU Sports Nation to talk about this Matt Carlino tornado fallout, uh, the, the shocking in many ways transfer. Some people said that they're not that surprised, but I think the majority of BYU Sports Nation was kind of like, huh? Because of the way that they finished the season. Now, I've been harping on the fact that Matt embraced his role. He did a good job in a tough situation. How did you see it from the stands and, and from watching Matt when you knew he didn't want to be coming off the bench, but but he stepped in and did a nice job? What was your take on that? Well, I just admired his approach to it. It's uh, it's a really hard thing to do um, to be a starter and then be asked to come off the bench, um, knowing even though that you're going to play starter minutes and you're going to be asked to take a lot of shots and do a lot of things. He was able to to handle it like a champ. I mean, he he came to practice every day and worked hard every game. He had a great attitude. Um, he had fun on the court. Um, and so he, he handled it great. Um, I, I can honestly say, I'm not sure I could, could have handled it as well as he yeah. did because, uh, you know, he really embraced it. You, you know, he didn't love it. He mentioned he didn't love the situation, but, uh, but he handled it great. And I think had it gone a different way, BYU season would have gone a different way. Um, make it to the NCAA tournament. Maybe, maybe not. Um, finish the way they did after starting eight and seven? Probably not. He won games for them. Absolutely. He hit eight threes in a game at home. That's something Jimmer never did. Yeah. I mean, there were times, there were flashes of brilliance uh, with Matt Carlino that will be missed next yeah, year. No doubt. 
Kevin Nixon, former BYU Cougar basketball stars on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, if I understand correctly, your son Dalton, part of the recruiting process, included Matt Carlino. What was Dalton's reaction to uh, Matt's transfer? He was he was really disappointed. Obviously, he's not going to have an opportunity to play with him, but uh, but he loves Matt. He's uh, he, I think you mentioned this on Twitter last night. Uh, he was one of the first players to to come up to him and he gave him a big hug, said, "Welcome to the family." Um, he loved Matt, and uh, and so he's disappointed because he knows that Matt's not going to be a part of it. Um, Dalton's going to leave this summer, and and uh, he'll be absent from kind of everything that's going on. But uh, but his response was was pretty genuine. He was he was disappointed because he considers Matt a part of the the whole his whole process with BYU and part of the family, and and uh, knowing that he's going someplace else hurts a little bit. Kevin Nixon, former BYU basketball player, transferred from Northwestern, went to. Utah Valley State College when it was still called UVSC to kind of bridge that gap instead of sitting out a year and ended up at BYU for the last two years. What does this do to a team when you lose a guy like Matt Carlino who was so valuable? How, how does this affect the locker room? Well, it's got to be tough. I know that I know that guys will have opportunities to kind of step in, and, and they will. I mean, you can see the pipeline. There's great guys that are, that are coming you know, home off of missions, Jordan Chapman. Um, Anson has proven at the end of the year that he's more than capable on both ends of the floor. Um, Chase Fisher's going to be kind of thrown into the mix. So um, although none of those guys are Matty and really do what he does, uh, somebody's going to step up and, and take over and, uh, and help make the team the best that they can. But those guys have to be reeling because I know that the guys in the locker room Love Matt. Yeah, they, they like him. Absolutely. And he's a, he's a fun guy to be around. He's, uh, he keeps things light. He's competitive. He's a guy you want to go to battle with. Uh, but he keeps things light in practice and on the road. I'm, and I know that uh, you know, when it comes down to it, those guys are going to miss him. And, and, uh, and the fact that he's going someplace else has got to hurt. Yeah. Kevin Nixon, I always want to say uh, brother of David or, so, or something. <laughs> you know, the Nixon boys. We had you both on a show. The, the Nixon boys. Kevin Nixon's on BYU Sports Nation. Now, now the question becomes, okay, how do you fill that void? And there had been this big question of, okay, the scholarship situation. And Dave Rose said, you know what? It's probably going to work itself out. Just give it a little bit of time. Well, here we are. BYU has 13 players for 13 day. scholarships. It literally took one day, less than 24 hours. Uh, who runs the point for BYU next year? It, Anson Winder. Uh, Skyler Halford's run, ran a little bit. Is Jordan Chapman a combo guard that can run it? What do you think? I think all those guys are capable, and I I think this spring and summer while uh, Kyle gets back is what I'm right getting right at. and and that was that would be the first thing I would say is uh, you know hope and pray Kyle is is uh, you know ready to go and if he's not uh, somebody will somebody will step up Kyle's not going to be practicing or doing anything with the team from now until the fall so the opportunities are going to be there um, and you know I can I can tell you this I, I've seen Jordan Chapman play a lot. Um, he is a. What, what's he like? I've never seen him play. He is a super high IQ guy. He's a pass first guard. He can play either guard position, um, but he's just uh, he's 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 strong. Um, he's just a guy that makes your team better. Um, seen him play in the AAU circuit, and he's just a he's just a fantastic player. He's very mature. I think he's a guy that's that's going to be able to step in and um, and help out. Um, Anson. Is somebody else who, who, like I said before, he's really proven himself. Uh, he's he's an adequate ball handler, and he played point as a freshman. He for, did for a time, absolutely. So there's guys that have that experience. They haven't had to use them in those capacities here at BYU, but uh, but they will turn to somebody, and and uh, and whoever it is will will have a great opportunity to to see what they can do. 
talking with Kevin Nixon, BYU basketball star in the early 90s, and now has his son, Dalton, uh, committed to BYU, will play for the Cougars in the in near the 20-30-31 season. <laughs> I'm just getting a feel. That's what it feels like. I know. <laughs> okay, we, we need to make a point that we don't know specifically why Matt Carlino transferred. I mean, we, we, we can speculate, and, and that's what we're doing right now. Um, but I think the the general consensus is that it came down to the fact that he wasn't the guy at BYU and he wanted to be. Is there anything else that you think factored in, or would you speculate that any other uh, conditions factored into him wanting to transfer from BYU aside from wanting to be a starter? I don't think so. I, I can't imagine it. Um, if it is, it's it's nothing I that that he really expressed or showed yeah he didn't um, show anything no i mean that one soundbite we played in practice where he's like oh i'm a point guard yeah he didn't want to be pushed to the two he knew he wasn't the man though he everyone knows tyler haas is the man on this team but he wanted to be unbridled a little more yeah and it's if, it, to me yeah it's an interesting dynamic because you got tyler and kyle who are who are both very consistent players um an off night for them they're still fairly consistent you kind of know what to expect um, Matt, you mentioned this before, Matt is, Matt is so polarizing because he has such great games and has some other games where he's, he's not, he's such a streaky guy. Um, and, and if he's not hitting and he's not making baskets, everyone expects him just to shut it down, but that's not his, that's not his yeah. game. And so, um, Which, you know, so he, that's why he's great. And that's his biggest downfall. Absolutely. Yeah. Quite an enigma, actually. I mean, it's, you know, and you ask the speculation, I, I don't know what else it would be. I just know that his personality and his talent warrant an opportunity to play and be the man somewhere. And I'm sure that's that's really that's got to be what he's thinking. If I was if I put myself in his shoes, um, I I wish he was here. Um, I wish he wasn't transferring. Uh, I don't know what he's thinking, but uh, I can tell you this: he's he's a good enough to, player to play at a high major division one school and be a great player. Yeah, and we'll follow him closely no matter what happens And I will next continue year. to root for Matt Carlino. I hope he finds great success yeah. wherever he goes. Kevin Nixon, we thank you for the time. Great to have you with us and to bring that insight into BYU Sports Nation. My pleasure. Thank Thanks, you. Kevin. We've asked your immediate reaction about Matt Carlino transferring. We'll get to some of those responses next. And we'll ca- talk to one of the guys that was really passionate and strong, former Cougar player Jonathan Tavernar next. This is Nate Austin, and you are tuned in to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. As a reminder, you can follow our show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Tonight, Wildwards, 9 Eastern, live on BYU TV for the first time ever. And from the Marriott Center, don't forget to vote for the game of the year. Go to BYUTVSports.com to find out. Talking about Matt Carlino's transfer, I want to bring up something. This was just texted to me. That Indiana had a bunch of sanctions, and that's why Matt Carlino got out of there yeah. and went to UCLA. So not uh, he did transfer. There are good reasons to transfer. If you transfer, that's not always a negative thing. We just had Kevin Nixon on, and he talked about how he w- had a bad experience at Northwestern and that he had a better experience somewhere else, a better fit. Indiana was not the fit for Matt Carlino. He went to UCLA, and then he found out that then UCLA he, then he was had a not bad the experience. Fit. He yes. had a bad experience at and UCLA. And then he, it sounds like he's had a good experience at BYU up until this point. Why he's leaving, not sure. But it is disappointing for BYU fans because he's a good player. Our question today on Twitter is, what was your initial response to Matt Carlino transferring away from BYU when you found out 
What was your response? Use the hashtag BYUSN and send in your responses. We are grateful to have, and from an international phone line, former BYU basketball great three-point specialist Jonathan Tavernara joining us. Jonathan, this is a subject you're very passionate on. You were kind of in a similar situation your senior year. You stayed at BYU. When you first heard about Matt Carlino transferring, what was your initial reaction? April Fool's. You're right. I mean, talk about that's a good one, you know. Um, I mean, just listen. The, I think the reason why I, this was so passionate for me is because, you know, ever since the beginning, um, you know, never mind that he left Indiana. I mean, that's 100%, you know, that, that's his right. 100% right after UCLA. I mean, those are two situations that, you know, he's in a bad deal. You know, he's in a bad situation. But what I don't understand is what is the situation now? You know, like, and talk about being important to the program. You know what I mean? Like, and I know everybody loves to compare him to me. You know, we're both gunners. You know, we both shoot until we don't feel like shooting anymore. And <laughs> unfortunately, that's how we got our rhythm. You know, sometimes, most of the times that work well for us, you know, sometimes, you know, we can take our team out of the rhythm. But, you know, if that wasn't what we went to be what we to do, you know, Coach Rose, who's one of the best in the business, wouldn't have brought us there. You know, and, I, you know, I got a lot of people saying, oh, you know, that's his opinion, that's his personal decision. Listen, if you go back to my Twitter account and, and everything I said publicly, I back up the kid 100% from day one. Everybody's saying, you know, he needs to be benched, you know, he's a loose gunner, you know, he's the new Tavernari and all of that. But guess what? When he makes shots and, you know, he, makes a, he made a bunch of them against Texas and against these other teams, nobody said anything. So when he's the hero, he's the hero, you know. It's kind of like they said, you know, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. You know what I mean? And, and my whole thing is, like, listen, I, I asked, for, I asked, I asked you know, uh, to compliance if I could talk to his dad about helping him getting his Italian passport, did everything by the book so the kid wouldn't be involved and would have no legal issues in NCAA. And, you know, I talked to Manny's dad, you know, got all the information. And I don't understand is, why leave BYU? You know, I mean, I know Kev said that, all oh, you know, he can go to a high major program and be the man, but let's be realistic. If you want to leave someplace, you got to go up. you got to move up higher, you know. And where can he go that, that he's going to be the man? Is he going to go to UConn, Syracuse, Duke? I mean, if you want to talk about being, going to a better program, I mean, that's what we got to talk about. Is he going to go to a Big East program and start there? Is he going to go compete for a national championship with Tom Easy on those guys? You know, and yes, you know, KC and Ty, you know, they're very consistent and all of that, but you know, it's all about embracing your, embracing your role. I mean, you talk about my senior year. You know, I was picked up as a preseason player of the year by some people, you know, playing for the national team. You know, I have all these offers from contracts in Europe, and I came back. And then I started the year, you know, I have a lot of bad games. And I came in and coach over. I'm like, look, listen, Jimmer is about to break out. Jack is doing fantastic. You know, like, put no one in. Let me come off the bench. You know, I don't have a problem taking a back seat right now. Because at the end of the day, when you're a winner, everybody remembers you. You know, everybody talks about the loose gunner and this and that. But when you step to the Marriott Center, you're going to see the three banners that I helped put in there you're going to see that my teams were in the top 25 four years. And I was a part of that. And, and those are the teams that when I, I was texting last night, I was tweeting last night, and somebody said something, and I was like, look, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to argue anymore. You know, because the point is, 
college experience is more about than professionals than in sports. It's way past that. You know, the experience at BYU, feeling the spirit, the environment, the standards, the friendships you make, it's way beyond that. So, you know, that's what kind of it ticked me off. You know, that was pretty much it. Jonathan Tavernari is live from Sao Paulo, Brazil on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, a lot of what I'm hearing from you is passion because Matt Carlino is a good player. Not the the decision is disappointing because of how you feel about Matt Carlino's skills. Is that accurate? Good player. I mean, good grief. He's a great player. How many lefties do you know that cannot shoot? Not many. Lefties, I made lefties to shoot basketball. I mean, let's be realistic. You know, think about all-time greats, the lefties. There's not a whole lot that can't shoot. You know, maybe my boy Trent is probably the only one that can't shoot beyond <laughs> 20 feet. But, could, but, but let's be realistic. Chris Muller. He couldn't shoot, but the dude could play. But, he, but he's a stud. You know, and Max is a good player. You know, like, that's the thing I don't understand. You know, like, I, everybody says, oh, JT fell from grades after his junior year. Well, guess what? I was the sixth man, you know, pretty much everybody in the country gave me a sixth man of the year award. Yeah, you were the conference we, we, sixth man know, of the year. About a, exactly. We came about a rebound away from being four times back-to-back-to-back-to-back conference champions. We ranked in the top ten. We are consistently a top 15 team. We beat quality teams all the time. Everybody, everybody succeed out of it. And everybody says, well, you know, but what is going to happen afterwards? Well, guess what? I've been playing professional for four years ever since. And you know what I mean? So that's what I don't understand. My point is, look, I love the kid. Everybody compares him to me, and I love that. Shoot. You go back, George, if you go back, look, I keep saying, hey, shoot. Somebody asked me, what are the chances we win in the NCAA tournament? I said, if, if Maddie just goes off and scores a bunch of points. And that was true. When he started making shots in the second half, that's when the game got close. You know, and so it's just like I said, you know, forget about basketball. You know, there's so much more about BYU. There's so much more that those, you know, who they may not agree with me, but those who go to BYU, you know, they agree with, they have to agree with me that BYU is a special school, a special place. You know what I mean? And basketball-wise, I mean, unless he's going to Duke or, you know, not, you know, Kev said a high major, unless he's going to a big-time program, like Michigan State or something like that, then what was the point of transferring? You know, like I look at Mike Lloyd. He was my roommate. My Lamont and Archie. You know, like look what happened to Mikey. You know, he went to a Division two and AIA. Midwestern State I mean, or something like that. Work? Was that worth it? You know what I mean? Like, love the kid. You know, every time, I, every time I'm back in America, you know, he's one of my first home calls. But was that worth it? You know, like, that, 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 and that's when... I start saying, you know, how much do you want to really keep, like, you know, digging to try to find a treasure? How much is it, you know, how, how much do you really, and if this is a decision, I respect the, I respect the heck out of his decision. I just think that basketball-wise, you know, it, it just wasn't smart. And trust me, I know the kid. And I, like I said, I was helping him, you know, the year after this, when he was about to be a pro, I was working with his dad, you know, Chad William. Hey, he's listening. I, everything I do, I ask him first. I do everything by the book. Tom Holmo taught me that. So, you know, that's what you got to do. And I was helping the kid get an Italian passport, go pro, you know, pretty much enjoy the sport. It's just like I'm enjoying right now. When was but this? When was this, JT? When were you helping Matt Carlino with Italian passport and stuff like that? Not, okay, not I wasn't helping him. I was talking to his dad. If oh, I his dad. If I helped him, yeah, that yeah. would be an NCAA violation. Gotcha. You know By the I mean? books. So it was the beginning of the season. 
Always by the book. You know <laughs> what I mean? And so for him to do something like this, it's kind of like, you know, it, it, I honestly, and don't take this wrong way, it's a slap in the face to the BLU community, Coach Rose. And I mean, look, Coach Rose is politically correct. And I was probably by far the most, you talk about polarizing player BYU ever had, that's probably me. Because I speak my mouth, unfortunately. But, like, that's a slap in the face of Coach Rose. Coach Rose took in the kid. He redshirted. Waited for the kid to get ready. Gave the car keys to the kid. And now he's returning the car keys? Come on. Not all of us are gymmers. Not all of us are tight. You know, those guys need help. And I was more than willing to, you know, let Jimmer run the show my senior year because it was for the good of the team. Everybody, every time I'm around campus, everybody knows who I am. George, you know this. I see you on campus all the time on Sunday. Everybody stops and comes and talks to me because it goes beyond the basketball court. Friends, community, service, helping, do things the BYU way. You know what I mean? And that's what, that's what I got picked off. I mean, he had everything. He had an amazing senior year. You know, could really even be, could really even be the sixth man of the year in the country. I mean, Jay Billis gave it to me. Why not give it to him? His numbers were way better than mine. So, I, like I said, just... I just don't understand this whole thing, that's all. Jonathan Tavernari, a very passionate response to Matt Carlino's transfer, joining us on BYU Sports Nation to play for the Cougars from 2006 to 2010. Was the sixth man of the year in the Mountain West Conference his senior year, so a guy that understands that role very well. Jonathan, very quickly before we have to say goodbye to you, update us on what you're doing right now and uh, what's happening in Brazil. I understand you're, you're pursuing a professional career and doing very well with the, the professional basketball scene down there in Sao Paulo. Yeah, I mean, you know, the World Cup is coming over here this year. Yeah. And we definitely have the Olympics in 2016. You know, we know that the boys in the green and yellow are the best in the business. So, <laughs> right now, is, you know, it's booming, boom, booming, you know, economically, you know, financially. You know, things are way more stable here than in Italy. Um, you know, I, I've got a chance to live right by where I grew up. I'm playing for the club I grew up. You know, we actually are sponsored by DirecTV. Which club um, is that, you know, Jonathan? I'm playing for one of the best. Um, it's called Pinheiros. Pinheiros Sky. It's right, it's Pinheiros. right downtown São Paulo. Yeah, Pinheiros. And, uh, you know, I'm living by my parents. You know, my, my wife is loving Brazil. And, uh, you know, my son is speaking Portuguese. You probably can't hear me in the background. But, <laughs> no, just, and I know, and listen, and through all my career, I've had some ups and downs, you know, like ever since I graduated. And, you know, I'm actually going through a shooting slump right now. But what do you do? You don't demand things. You, you know, you, and that's what I said, you know, like you don't quit. You just keep shooting. You know, you get yourself in a gym early in the morning and you shoot your way out of a slump. You know, you get on a treadmill and you run and you get in shape and you shoot, you shoot your way out of, out of your slump. Absolutely. You man it up. You know what I mean? That's what you do. That's the way to success. JT, we've got to shoot ourselves out of this segment right now. But we appreciate the time. Great insight. Uh, we'd love to have you on again from Sao Paulo. And good luck with uh, Hoffa. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I'll tell them you guys said hello. You got it. Thanks so much, Jonathan Tavernari on BYU Sports Nation. We appreciate the time. Bye-bye. Up next. Passion. That's what we just How do you follow that up? That was great. Well, we followed up with the number two ranked volleyball team in the country. Rob Nilsson, BYU men's assistant volleyball coach, joins us live. Why this trip to Hawaii is all about business. This is BYU Sports Nation. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. We're doing it live. 
Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan, Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us at Spencer underscore Linton and at Jerem Jordan. Don't forget tonight, the Y Awards, baby. The Y Awards, live on BYU TV for the first time ever uh, and with the public. You just show up to the Merritt Center if you're around here. You just show up, no ticket required, sit in the nice, comfortable blue seats, wherever the heck you want, and uh, enjoy. Hosted by the cast of Studio C, 9 Eastern, tonight, live on BYU TV. And don't forget to vote for the game of the year. Go to BYUTVSports.com to learn how to vote on Twitter. Our first guest will not be at the Y Awards, but we have, we have given him the exception because he will be on a plane to Hawaii. Former BYU That's volleyball standout and BYU assistant men's volleyball coach Rob Nielsen back on the set. Rob? Welcome back to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So your team wraps up the MPSF title earlier than any team in conference history. Um, in early, I guess it was late March, right, technically, when they, when they wrapped it yeah. up. What does that accomplishment mean to the BYU volleyball program? It's been a storied history of the MPSF, and uh, lots of great teams have come through. I just uh, read that we beat last year's team by 24 hours clinching it and so uh which was also Brigham Young yeah which was also also BYU and so it's uh it's been a great run for our guys obviously it's a compliment to the things that uh, coach McGowan's doing and uh the work that our guys are putting in and so it means a lot you're being rewarded with a trip to Hawaii for it you know we (laughs) we're trying not to think of it that way because uh you know we're that's one of our big concerns is that this isn't vacation for us and it's always trip it's always hard for guys to remember because there's all the trappings of uh going to hawaii but uh yeah we want to go out and we want to play great hawaii is fighting for their lives and we're still trying to get better because uh Wrapping up the MPSF conference isn't our uh, final goal. That's not where we want to be at the end of the season. So. You've, you've done that before. The next step right. is the national championship. Exactly. And this year's team, maybe the biggest surprise to me is that this year's team is as good or better than last year's team. Uh, on paper, I look at it, less talented. You don't have a first-team All-American opposite like Ben Patch. Uh, but Tyler Heap has played well. Uh, Michael Hatch has played well with Devin Young in the middle. I mean, it's you've done it a different way. It's been more of a team, a little less superstar power, but... You're doing the same thing? Yeah, it was tough losing Rusty, tough losing Ryan Boyce, and uh, obviously tough replacing Ben, Ben Patch. But uh, guys have just stepped up. They've fulfilled their roles. Uh, you know, we've done it a little bit by committee um, at the opposite position. But to all of those guys' credits, they're all hitting a pretty high clip. They're all uh, blocking pretty well. They all serve well, and uh, they're doing a great job for us. And uh, if one guy's off a little bit, someone else is ready to step in. We saw that this weekend. Uh, Tim struggled the first night against Santa Barbara, and uh, Matt Underwood came in and just had a phenomenal match and uh, really carried us and, and opened up uh, the things we wanted to do on offense. So. Okay, that's important and all, but are you going to be watching the Y Awards on BYUtv.org tonight? That's, that's right. I got the app on my phone. Okay, that's, yeah, uh, on the app on the phone. Okay, <laughs> that's right. It's on my. It's high listen, on my priority list. Listen, I will understand <laughs> if you do not watch it until Sunday when <laughs> you come back. <laughs> Tivo, DVR, yeah, for sure. Which, by the way, uh, men's volleyball versus UCLA in the NPSF final semifinal is one of the nominees for game of the year it's fan yeah. voted 100 percent brand new category that's right so if you think men's vault that game that match which was epic maybe the best match i've ever seen at byu oh yeah you can use hashtag y words hashtag mvb you can see the other five on BYUtvsports.com. but reliving that match that was 
You're down two sets to none. I think you're down 7-1 in the fourth. 7-1 in the fourth, yeah. And you come back and win. And the, uh, we watched the video from the baseline of that match, and we see fans that uh, I'm pretty sure don't know each other. You know, our, the, a person who works <laughs> as a janitor, we have our equipment guy, and they're <laughs> hugging, full embrace, jumping around together. It is so fun watching the fans react, and uh, it was electric in the field house. BYU assistant men's volleyball coach Rob Nelson back on BYU Sports Nation, reliving some of the great memories in BYU volleyball history. You were a national champion, of course. The Smithfield House is a very unique place. You don't get the luxury of playing on your home floor this weekend. Uh, and your experience with traveling to the islands and to Hawaii, what makes this a tough trip other than the distractions of the beach and all that stuff? I think that's it. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's so far away, so we're on a six-hour, seven-hour plane ride. Uh, you got the time change, you got the sun, you got the beach, you know, guys, we try and get there a day early to adjust to the time. And so guys feel like that's a extra day to relax. And, uh, and so just dealing with, you know, those mental roadblocks to playing great is tough. And then you go into a really tough environment. You're playing a great team, probably one of the best serving teams in the country this year. Um, and then you're, you know, but we're playing in a great arena. The Stan Sheriff Center is awesome. The fans in Hawaii are really great. They appreciate great volleyball uh, from both teams. And it's just, a, it's just a really great place to play. And, I mean, that's where we won our national championship in 2004. So I have great memories going back uh, down there. And we've had some, a lot of fun matches playing Hawaii. So Rob Nielsen, men's volleyball assistant, coach, assistant coaches on BYU Sports Nation. I read an interesting article in The Universe uh, last week about some of the road trip rules with the men's volleyball team. I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> what can you tell us about chicken nuggets from McDonald's <laughs> and shopping and tanning? Uh, yeah, we're not allowed to buy 40 piece chicken nuggets. Carson Henninger. <laughs> yeah, right? Carson Henninger, we're calling you out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Tyler Heap, you're not allowed to get sunburned while we're on road trips. <laughs> Um, we'll call him out too. And, uh, yeah, you know, we just, we want guys to be about playing great. And so and this uh, weekend is going to be particularly tough. For yeah. These guys. There's shopping, there's nuggets. I hear there's great orange chicken to be found in Hawaii. And, uh, you know, there's uh, definitely lots of sun. And so <laughs> we're bringing the, you know, baby, the the baby proof sunblock 80, 80 SPF, SPF whatever, 80. whatever we need to uh, <laughs> to keep these guys uh, ready to play great. So I'll tweet out this article. It's really well done by Sarah Ballard. I liked it a lot. Rob Nelson, I'll have B- to read it. Yes. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's it's really funny. BYU assistant volleyball coach Rob Nelson with us on BYU Sports Nation. Taylor Sander is up for uh, athlete of the year, male athlete of the year, the Y Awards. Uh, make a case for him and and why he deserves such a a distinction. Man, we think Taylor is the best player in the country in, in his sport, and so uh, is he the best player at BYU? Yeah, male athlete. I, I, we'll find out. You know, he's uh, he just does so many things for us. I I don't. Who are the other nominees? Kyle Van Noy and Tyler Haas. Yeah, so, so those are tough some, competition. Uh, some tough competition. It's a loaded right field there. this year. <laughs> it's loaded. Uh, those guys are great. You know, Taylor just he brings so much to to our sport. We love having him. It's. Uh, you know, watching him play this weekend, he was the national player of the week, I believe, this past week. Um, hit 500 over the weekend against two great teams. Had 50 kills. Which <laughs> is ridiculous. In, uh, He's in pretty good. Sets. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he just does so much for us. He's working hard. He's a great leader. And, uh, you know, we finished that UCLA match. And uh, I, I was just thinking, man, I'm excited. He's on our team. And uh, Brian Santiago told me, the coach from UCLA, John Sprott, who's the national team coach, said, B, 
there's only one good thing about that match is that I get to have Taylor Sander on the national team after the season's over and he's done, <laughs> team USA, he's done baby. torturing us in college volleyball. So, Rob Nielsen, BYU assistant men's volleyball coach with us on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, we're going to award you some BYU Sports Nation karma as a coach right now. All right. I want you to take that. Have you heard about this? Go win on the islands. I want to hear it. What's the, uh... the legend of the karma is that when you come on the show before your next match, you will take this, this feeling, this emotion that you get from here, There's the positive vibes great that's happened. Skyler Hopper just... came on and got 28 points the <laughs> next game. About. Jamal Williams came on, 182 rushing yards. Yes. Jennifer Hampson came on, almost got a triple-double with nine blocks. Yeah, it's happened yep. a ton. So now you get it. Congratulations and good luck. I'm going to keep great stats this weekend, guys. Thanks. Yes. Before you go, though, we need your, your signature. Have you been in to sign this? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. You were here before. That's right. You are back. All right. What, what's the number one thing you want to do in Hawaii besides uh, win? Yeah, I want to win. Besides that's win. It. <laughs> that's it? That's it. Let's go get some Ws. That's, uh, we got to take care of business here. I want to get better. It's a business trip. En- right. Enjoy it, Rob. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. What a show today. Here's the best news. We're not done yet. We're going out with a bang. Trust me. This is BYU Sports Nation. Rise and shout, Cougar fans. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back. Why awards tonight? 9 Eastern, BYU TV. Don't miss it. We can't finish without your daily reminder. Football's almost here. Countdown to Connecticut. 149. Boom. On, on tomorrow's show, Jeff Judkins will be in studio. We'll talk about uh, the Sweet 16 run and everything they did. Awesome. The rise and shout today goes to Jonathan Tavernari. Oh, so passionate. Whether you agree with him or not, he brought it today. Listen, search the hashtag BYUSN to follow the Matt Carlino transfer tornado. Widespread reaction. Too much to get to. Do yourself a favor and follow it. Thanks to our guests today, Jonathan Tavernari, Kevin Nixon, Rob Nielsen, and everyone on our crew. Episodes of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com every afternoon on BYUTV.org slash DVR. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Danny Bauer. Watch the Lions 9 Eastern, BYU TV, and BYU Sports Nation back to work tomorrow. Holler!